So whoever, what ever happened to Aunt Alice? What do you think happened? I don't know. I've been asking the same question about Avicii, and nobody's been getting back to me. Nobody's filled you in? Yeah, I don't know what fucking happened to him. He sort of dropped off, but we're here to talk about Aunt Alice. Yep. Um, uh, I don't know a dad gum thing about this movie. <laughs> the first time I heard of it was when you told me what was on the list. Okay, straight up. I, uh, I, I think this was a. This might have been on Scorsese's list. Really? of movies. It, I think it's a fairly popular one, as far as like what we've watched old so far. Movies. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was like a huge hit at the box office, but I think it's fondly remembered. Right. Well known. Um, yeah. I can't remember if it was Scorsese or somebody else who had it in their list of uh, scary movies. I think uh, Edgar Wright put out a list of like a bunch of horror movies he recommended, and I don't know if I pulled any from that, but might have been on that list too. I, I don't remember. But yeah, I know a little bit about this just from researching it, but I don't know plot-wise anything that happens. I just know about like... Production. Yeah, production. All right. But before we get too much farther into it, uh, the way we have this podcast set up, for those of you who may not know already, uh, we distribute our podcast through Anchor, and we can get voice messages. That's right. Anybody can send us a voice message, and it'll go to our email. Recently, we've been getting a big influx because of the surge in popularity of this program, and uh, we've got another crazy... Uh, celebrity, you know, I'm getting numb to it now because I, you know, we've been getting so many, but we do have right. another celebrity that you guys might actually recognize. But um, wow. without further delay, here's our most recent voicemail. Oh, uh, hello. I just wanted to say, I think you two are doing a great job. And I love film history and I love horror movies. So. I'm number one fan of your show. Love you. Goodbye. Wow. <laughs> that was Obama. Wow. Isn't that cool? He's my favorite. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Well, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't believe that he uh left us a voicemail and told us that he loves us. Yeah, I know. Uh, he that's... sounded like his voice cracked a little bit. At the beginning there. Yeah, I must be getting choked up, but... How emotional yeah, it's it, yeah. it's odd, you know? We've got all these celebrity listeners uh, who are, were all former presidents, apparently, and uh, they've all said that they've loved us, which is a strong word. Maybe that's a presidential term. Yeah. Love. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But... Yeah, thank you, Obama. I really appreciated that. Yeah, that was really sweet. Of you. Um, it was. Yeah. Thank you for taking time out of your day to let us know what you thought. And I, that any potential... What? Go ahead. I just can't believe that we're getting so many celebrity 
voicemails. I can't either. I don't, you know, I wonder if we're going to get any more. Who could be next if that is the case? If there is another caller. But to anybody listening who is thinking about leaving us a voicemail, uh, there's a way to do it through Anchor. I've never actually left a voicemail. I just know that we get them. I get emails. Right. You know, on the rare occasion that we do get one. So, movie time. Whatever Happened to Aunt Alice is a Hollywood horror thriller film directed by Lee H. Katzen and written by Theodore Epstein. It premiered on July 23, 1969. It was adapted from Ursula Curtis's 1962 novel, The Forbidden Garden. The name of the movie brings to mind Robert Aldrich's Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, and this was no mistake. Aldrich was the producer for Whatever Happened to Aunt Alice, and the name was meant to attract some of the success that Baby Jane experienced seven years earlier. In the years following the release of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, the hagsploitation genre exploded. Hagsploitation usually involved the practice of casting older actresses who were popular decades earlier as deranged or murderous older women in horror thriller films. Aldrich produced a loose series of unconnected hagsploitation films starting with Baby Jane in 1962 and ending with Whatever Happened to Aunt Alice in 1969. After the Forbidden Garden novel gained popularity, Robert Aldrich bought the rights to make a film adaptation. Seeing the potential to make something familiar to Whatever Happened to Baby Jane and Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. Filming began with Bernard Girard as the director. After just four weeks of filming, Girard left the production, citing differences in interpretation as the reason. He was replaced with Lee H. Katzen and went uncredited in the final film. Producer Robert Aldrich also had plans to make a final Whatever Happened to film based on the novel Goodbye Aunt Elva by Elizabeth Fenwick, but the project never materialized. Despite a mostly positive reception, the film was a financial loss for the studio. Today, Whatever Happened to Aunt Alice has a cult horror status and has been named by Edgar Wright as one of his 1,000 favorite films. Today, Whatever Happened to Aunt Alice has 3.2 out of 5 on Letterboxd, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 92% on Google. Converted to our Completely True Stories rating system, Whatever Happened to Aunt Alice has 7.2 out of 10. I would just like to say, how cool would it have been for Bernard Gerard to direct this? It would have been great. I'd kill to be named Bernard Gerard and to be a Hollywood director. When you met people, you know, they'd be like, what's your name? Be like, Bernard Gerard. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I think that's a badass name. It's a cool name. Bernard Gerard. Bernard Gerard. I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it a lot. It's, uh, I feel a little conflicted that it's like, it's one of these movies where, uh, again, it's like one of these where it's like people remember this and it has like cult status partially because of like how it sort of sets your imagination off. Like it's not quite, it like comes close to being something that could be like a full on classic, Mm -hmm. but I, I feel like it's let down by a few things. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, yeah, this is like really, I, I, f- I feel like it should be a l- even more well-known. Yeah. You know? Um, it's interesting that um, Robert Aldrich was, you know, milking this idea of like yeah, old ladies actri- <laughs> that, that's yeah, killing funny. each other. Yeah. Um, we're both huge fans of Baby Jane. That's a I great think. movie. That's a f- freaking great movie it's a classic yeah it's it's a great movie 
Not to get that too was, off of yeah. yeah, not to get too off of this one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is. It is. It does have the, a very similar feeling mm-hmm. where it's like. Plus the the it's another one where it's like, you know, the acting is like great. Like there's some yeah. pretty solid performances in here. Are um, we talking about Aunt Alice or Aunt Alice? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. It's like uh, I, I I'm I'm not too familiar. With, yeah, I don't. I don't think I know yeah. any of these people. But. Uh, I don't know if they're famous or if they're in. Well, I mean, of course they were in stuff before this, but mm-hmm. you know, you get that vibe, and it's same with Baby Jane, where it's like you can tell they've been waiting to really like unload mm-hmm. on a good script like this. Yeah, and, like yeah. just like really show off like just how talented mm-hmm. they are, and that's that's one with this. The 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 lady who plays the evil, uh, God, what's Claire, her name? Claire. Um, she is, I mean, she is like tearing it up. Yeah. And she's blown it. Everybody else is really good, but, um, she's blown them out of the water. She's like, parts. uh, oh, from American Horror Story. Yes. I was Jessica Lang. Yes. I don't know if like Jessica Lang was like taking some notes from this movie or something. Maybe it's just that they look alike, but yeah. like in well, the, they've got a similar, in the seasons of American yeah. Horror Story where I've seen, Jessica Lang, like really, you know, going crazy, going stupid, mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of this lady's yes. character in this. A lot of similarity mm-hmm. between the two, and that, I think a lot of it's from how similar they look. But also, they've got like a very, they've both got sort of a, a, a that sort of high society, you know, an arched arm, yeah, back, mm-hmm. you know, sort of uh, disposition. Yeah, and I'm wondering if Jessica Lange, like... Takes notes from that or... Yeah, got that from, or, you know, was informed slightly by this. Yeah, it really does recall Jessica Lange uh, for me, even though I don't like American Horror Story that much, personally. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Jessica Lange's great. Yeah, she's good in it. But, you know... um, She's great. Um, They've, like, everybody... It's a a pretty good casting. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I'd say th- it's one of the strongest things about the the movie, along with probably the writing, mm-hmm. or certain bits of writing, uh, is the performances that are in this movie that really shine. Mm-hmm. Um, they bring to attention like some of the things I don't like about this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But like uh, that one girl that has like come to Tucson with like her either her son or her brother. With the lady across the street? Yeah. Yeah, that's her son. That's her son? Yeah. Okay. He was calling her by her, like, first name, so I wasn't sure. I'm I'm pretty sure that's her son. Mm -hmm. They talk about her having a son. I don't know why they would do that if that was somebody completely different. Either way. Was her name Harriet? I don't remember. I feel like I remember. Fuck. I'm probably embarrassing myself really badly here. But um, I like her. A lot. She doesn't get a ton to do mm-hmm. in the movie. But I really liked her too. She's got a great like face. Mm-hmm. There's something really unique and like there's just a lot of character there mm-hmm. in itself. Um, she doesn't get really any scenes to really to really fuck it up. Yeah, you know. But she 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 does well. So does her love interest, the guy. Mm-hmm. He's pretty great. I like him. Yeah. Um. This is a really um writer actor centric movie you know what i mean like yes i think artistically and when i say artistically i just mean in like 
set design, cinematography, and, uh, you know, staging, mm. it's not, I get, it doesn't reach the highs in those respects as it does yeah. w- in terms of like what the story is doing and, and what the actors are pulling off. Yeah. And I, um, I would definitely say it's, it's the, the greatness of the acting and the writing is like really let down by yeah, you know, it, sort of, it makes me feel like it, it, it reminds me of like an episode of a TV show in that way, you know, in that mm-hmm. it's like leaning so heavily on the writing and acting. Yeah, yeah. Because and the directing feels like really like kind of by the numbers, like yeah, you know, just enough to get the story across. This could have been like that, that, and that's what I mean by like this. Almost feels like it could have been a classic, and mm-hmm. it's just like really, it's really let down by some choices that seem to have been made. Uh, yeah. in terms of like directing and also the editing of the movie. I don't know how the book was, and this is almost a writing issue. Uh, the ideas here are really awesome uh, in terms of like how, like the whole thing that Claire has going on mm-hmm. where she's, you know, fucking stealing money <laughs> yeah. from these maids that she's murdering uh, is like, I, I f- that's like great and that's like a, great idea and it's like you know but like i feel like the ordering and like the information given to us like deflates it just a little bit in terms of like the possible tension mm-hmm. you could have intention that i think this movie kind of needed do um, you mean that we should have that we should have been like finding stuff out at the same time as like the maid is sort of because they just show her killing people and like they show you what the trees you know, her whole garden is, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, really the only thing you don't know is, like, where exactly is she, why is she in, why isn't she in financial trouble anymore? And then, you know, it, after a minute you figure out, oh, she's just taking their money, you know, like halfway through the movie. And mm-hmm. I feel, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, it's not, like, terrible, but it did, like, leave me wishing a little bit, like, oh, it would have been great to have that sort of revealed to me, like, cut from her, you know, being in supposed financial ruin mm-hmm. to, you know, and skip over her having maids and stuff uh, to the current one, you know, and she, like, makes reference to, okay. you know, having a lot, you know, because it, it and, but they show it, and it's like, okay, so I know what's going on, and then I'm just sort of waiting for people to figure it out. Yeah, and yeah, And all yeah. that, and, you know, while it's, like, it's it's still, like, tense to know that that threat's there, mm-hmm. like, this, this, this lady's fucking killing people and she's, you know, and I already know she's going to just plan on killing this one. Yeah. You know, so like that's there and that works in its own way, but it it, it does feel like a little like would have been a great like thing to reveal. Mm. I feel like, yeah. especially with the garden, you know, out there and her like working in it and like showing those trees, knowing that like each one, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a bunch of them are fucking dead people. Yeah, it's... But I don't know, that's, that's I me. think about, like, you know, the Hitchcock rule of, like, putting all your cards on the table. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, to an extent, this movie does follow that, mm-hmm. but, I don't know, you, you listen to me fucking babble about Alfred Hitchcock a lot, but he breaks that rule constantly, and yeah. it reminded me of the part in Rear Window. Obviously, you don't know that the, that Raymond Burr is, like, using that garden right you know where he's like you know he keeps the body like temporarily i think yeah right it like moves up yeah there's something with the garden but yeah that part reminded me of it it's like well yeah in that situation we didn't know either and that worked pretty damn well Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I I think a reordering or like a a shift in like the way that that is done could have helped. Yeah. Um, but also like you know from this, you can tell in a lot of stuff the music too. It's like it feels really really rushed. Yeah, or like they're just not on the same page as I, don't, I they, get. They I get the vibe be. that this was like ultra cheap. And yeah. they were just going as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it 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 it's really I don't I don't know if I'd quite call it like frustrating, but it is like a little bit like, man, mm-hmm. like these actors are awesome, and some of these scenes are executed really well. Some of the country club scenes, when the lady with the kid meets the there's that husband. one, and then there's like the other one where she meets the uh, guy who does cars, who's related to the current maid. Yes, the scene I was talking about. Oh, okay, yeah, there's that other one before, too, I thought you were talking about. But anyways. I think that happens at somebody's house, right? Oh, I thought it was that. It looked like somebody's house because they look out the window at some point. Oh, I I thought it was like a country club. You might be right. But um, that one, at least to me, the one where she's talking to that rich lady or that quote-unquote rich lady, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that struck me as like particularly like just solid She's talking about stuff, and then mm-hmm. there's like other ones where, uh, when you really start to get down to the wire, uh, with the the current maid mm-hmm. and the crazy lady, yeah, where it's like, ooh, you know, they're like they start to like verbally like sort of yeah duel. That that whole like fight scene towards the end, mm-hmm. where she's like you know boiling the milk or whatever, <sighs> like that was like. It was really good. Like, I liked Mm -hmm. it, but it, like, really felt like it needed to be worked on, you know, both in, like, you know, just the writing of the scene. Mm -hmm. Because, like, it was really good. Those actresses are, like, fucking killing it. Mm -hmm. And, like, the tension's there, but, like, you know, still, like... There's no music the whole time, and it feels like... There's, like, music that, like, comes in at some point. I mean, after the fight, but I mean, like, the build-up that mm-hmm. you're talking about like that's yeah. just like silent yeah along with that which could work i guess but like the the it feels like the the direction and like the cinematography isn't like working to like sort of mm-hmm. support this they're just sort of photographing yeah the scene yeah as it goes and we were both saying that it would have been awesome you know she's like oh would you boil a pot of milk for me she like you mm-hmm. know basically at this point they they both know you yeah know, the jig is up. Yeah, they're both onto each other. Yeah, now. and it's just like a question of like when are things gonna get violent? Because yeah. there's like this impending road trip, but it's like, damn, is she gonna wait until then? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, boil this pot of, she boil some milk for me. I'd like to go to sleep. And she starts boiling milk, and is like so awesome. If mm-hmm. she would have splashed the pot of boiling milk, yeah, onto just her. throw the fucking pot at this lady. As like, because the, they start doing the the thing where she's like closing, she's like closing the distance in between them, mm-hmm. and she's standing right there, like, oh well, uh, you know, and she's like yelling, sort of yelling back at her, I guess, you know. But it would have been very cool to like build, 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 and then you know, right when she's like, you know, like basically confirming, like I'm about to kill you right now. Yeah. Milk to the face, but no, uh-huh. she gets it in a glass. She gets it in a glass and then like throws it at her shoulder. Yeah, and then and they it's... just move past it. Like I don't know that it... the whole the whole ending, I think is like it's, it's fumbled. It's not terrible, but it's like 
I don't know, she we go on this whole detour of like now she's trying to kill her neighbors. Like unprompted, she's trying to kill her neighbors. Sleep. She gives them sleeping pills and then let, lights their house on fire and traps the dog in there. Goes to sleep. Goes to sleep. And then we never see how that is resolved. We just see like the next morning everything has been solved. And, I like, thought, yeah, it was going to be like, because she hears the dog, which is a great like, no, you didn't get him. She hears the dog, and, and I thought she like looks out, and she's like, oh, and I guess she was seeing the garden, but I thought she was going to see the house, and there would be like a shattered window or something. I like the idea of her looking at, like, you know, when you see just her face and, like, a little bit in the reflection of, like, mm-hmm. uprooted trees, I yeah. thought it was going to be, like, we're going to see, like, her yard full of, like, the dog has dug up, like, every single body and there's just, like, decomposing bodies everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, like... I thought it would have been a great moment because we get like the idea like she is very like delusional and fucking insane at the end. Yeah, so I like thought it would be snapped. it would have been great for her to go out and be like, you know, my plants, you know, mm. and then like just completely lose her mind, you know, in front. And she yeah. kind of does, but like they don't commit to it. No, nah, it's, it's kind just of like a little too quiet, really it... soft. But I like the idea of all the people, you know, the police and stuff watching her. You yeah. know, as she just like loses it and like doesn't even realize they're there. Yeah, yeah. It's a little awkwardly staged the way that they end up doing it. Yeah, the way they're they do it, like it's like there. It's like you know, it's it's the way to get the least out of that idea. Yeah, I feel it's like just kind of. It's like I'm not sure. You know, it feels like you're either going for something that totally just you know didn't end up mm-hmm. working out. You know, or you know, it. It all. I. I don't want to necessarily jump the gun, but it feels a little lazy, just to get it done. It almost feels like. Yeah, it definitely feels like you know that's like the first pass at the ending. Yeah, it just you know, you'd think they get. It just. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. And the uh, the other maid dies off screen. Yeah, and I thought she was gonna like come back, which by the way is like really shitty. Mm-hmm. Because there's like this whole like she's basically know, the main character. Yeah, it's like uh, like an unseen narrative of like you know like she's been fucking going after she, this person that she cared about, mm-hmm. you know, has disappeared and she's going after her, and just to get killed by the same person is like mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels uh, you know maybe I'm just mad because what I wanted to happen didn't happen. <laughs> But, right, but also it's it, mean spirited. It's like you know, it's like what the fuck? She just won against that lady. Like, and also, it barely does anything to to help the plot along. Yeah, it's not like she dies, but that leads to her getting caught. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, sh- there's like a reason for that, but it just feels kind of like, why the fuck did she die mm-hmm. in an arguably more horrible way? Yeah. You know, and it's like, and there's also no reason, I don't know, it's just, it just, uh, it's, it's just frustrating because it feels like the right movie's right there, you're doing Uh the wrong thing, like, it seems so obvious to go one way with it. The way it cuts together is, like, deceptive, too, you know what I mean? Yeah. She's, like, moving around, she just woke up, and then the car's, like, very slowly moving in, and then right before the car's, like, all the way underwater, it cuts away. Yeah. And it's like, okay, she she's def- gonna she get for out. sure could have lived through that. Yeah. You know, it's basically what they do with the, the fire scene. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, she's just like, okay, this looks like a pretty bad situation, but there's just enough time. Yeah, we cut away just so there's not enough conclusive, mm-hmm. you know, but no, she, she apparently drowned. Mm-hmm. And I was still waiting, you know, cause, and also the police are like, why would she kill anyone? You know, and it's like you don't suspect her 
at all. The woman who was apparently left nothing in a will. Uh-huh. And then she's, you know, suddenly she's fine and going to the country club. That and whole, she's got disappearing maids. That police scene, it's like, that comes out of nowhere, too. And it goes nowhere. Right. It's just like, so it's by itself. It's just like one little, like, less than a minute scene of, like, some people walking around a police or sheriff's office being like, you don't expect us to believe that this lady is a murderer. Yeah, and, and then, then they that, bring the guy in, the gardener. That would be one... That would be one way. He's like, yeah, there's dead fucking bodies under the... The only way you can have a scene like that with the police being like, you know, I don't want to do... Because I'm watching uh, Fargo, mm. you know, kind of in the background of my life right now. And there's a character like that, but he's like one of the main characters, the mm -hmm. police officer is, and it's basically the same situation where it's like, obviously this person's killing somebody, but the police like don't want to hear it. Right. It's like that only works narratively when you can like kind of see where they're coming from. Right. And for the police to just show up as basically extras, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. with one speaking line, it's like, fuck off. This isn't doing anything for the story. It's just like wasting time. And it's frustrating. Especially if one scene later the police show up at the house and the movie's resolved. Yeah. It just cut that shit. I mean, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Just fucking. I, I don't know. It's it's just frustrating. Like, it just makes it kind of like, damn, you're just missing the mark that much. Mm -hmm. I don't know. a little bit much more. Maybe that was like ripped straight from the book. Maybe. And it worked a little better. Yeah, it's just out of context from the book. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an entire cut policeman character. <laughs> Maybe, or just yeah. like, I don't know, books, the way that books are structured, like they don't really adhere to like, you know, mm -hmm. like the snappy stuff that sort of needs to happen in movies. Like they can meander yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So stuff like that would just fit into, you know, you know prose better. Yeah. And then they just, yeah, they just sort of show up. In, in, in at the end, yeah, they show like, up anyway. Okay, so did what you know, and I guess they dug up the bodies and they were just waiting for her. Yeah, and you then know? like that goes on just a little too long. It's like okay, they sh they need to be slapping handcuffs on her, and then she's yeah. like just wandering around. She's like, and... oh, I guess you'll bring me. She's like, and and once again, the actress is like, it's totally believable. Yeah, on her part, she's like totally delivering, like. I mean, she needs to be it, saying that shit in the back of a cop car. You know, this yes. is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Have her in the back of... That's a perfect last shot, by mm -hmm. the way, is them putting her into the back of a cop car. Psycho, I guess. Mm-hmm. Shit, but... I mean, you know. what they're... I know you haven't seen Sunset Boulevard, but they're basically doing the ending of Sunset Boulevard. Really? Uh, where it's just like, you know... She's gone. Because she's got an audience and she's just going crazy. Right, yeah. And I feel like... For what they're going for is a little more in line with Psycho. Yeah, she has. They've apparently dug up dead bodies, although there's like not even bones down there. And it's a little bit like, did they? I'm going to assume that they found the bodies. Mm hmm. You know, because you're. I mean, it's not a huge mental leap for me to take, but you're sort of putting that on me by just sort of having shallow holes that aren't even as deep as right, where the yeah. bodies were. Yeah, I, I agree. That, that would have been like. You know, maybe if if the movie was like an hour longer, you could have like you know they dig for the bodies, but they don't dig deep enough, and Something. so that's how she's getting away with it. You know, maybe. It, it extends that a little longer, but whatever. I mean, you know, it, so much more could have been fixed, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, I I don't necessarily want to see this movie like rebooted or anything, but Not like really. there's so much that like could just be like you know, a couple rewrites, couple rewrites. 
a really talented cinematographer. And fucking just slightly slightly tighter editing and mm-hmm. direction. Yeah. Like, it really doesn't need, like, a fucking master to mm-hmm. do this right. I mean, it's all, like, the, the framework is there for a really solid... Like, what they're doing, like, uh, The Departed does that, or they do that in The Departed, and the movie doesn't, <laughs> you know, get up and do this. But the the way that they have, like, you know different characters kind of onto each other at the same time Mm -hmm. and then that unravels and they get to the point where they're both like being quiet about it but they know you know what the other one is up to Mm -hmm. like that's like so crazy good yeah it's like like, to be able to do that and do it that effectively it's like that is a serious serious mad talent going into it yeah which makes me you know makes it all the more frustrating that it's like right you there. know it's i know whoever wrote that is capable of writing the rest of this yes you know yeah. it just needs another pass or two mm-hmm. it's right it, like i keep saying it's like right there it feels like it's right there in front of whoever made this mm-hmm. you know it's like whoever's responsible for the way that this ended up it's mm-hmm. like can you not see the movie bernard gerard could have fixed yeah. all of this and that's it's he was not, making the same arguments we are. Yeah. And that's why he got fired after four weeks. That's right. Wrongfully. <laughs> um, but it's just, yeah. I mean, it's not like the worst thing in the world or anything. It's just so frustrating because it's like there's a full-blown, like, Yeah, we're amazing. complaining about a lot of stuff when, like, yeah. there's a shit ton in this movie that works really, really well. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Most uh, of know. the beginning of it yeah, it's works super really, solid. really well. Um, and also like, you know, once, once we find out that the current maid knows the guy who's the love interest of the neighbor, it's yeah. like, okay, you know, it like, you know, kind of expands a little bit and it's yeah. like, okay, this is like a really solid yeah, narrative they're like, that they're it, building. Like there's people going after her mm-hmm. right now, which is like great. Like, the story's great. like miles ahead of where I thought it was. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, cool. It's like, oh, cool. You know? Oh shit. Cool. Yeah. It's like, you Very know, compelling brings us like, you know, again, psycho. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but it reminded it, me a little bit of Hitchcock, especially the relationship between like the current maid and the car guy. Yeah, struck yeah, me as and, something from there. All his his shoes go nowhere. His shoes do go nowhere. That was a little disappointing. Now that I think about it, it again, that like, might have been something a holdout from the book, maybe. But yeah, that in a movie you would anyway. But so yeah. much of the movie like relies on like suspense and stuff and like I said the way that like the information is kind of like given to us all up front. I think all of that is kind of Hitchcock. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree where it's like this is all set up. You mm-hmm. know, other people would have this be a reveal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel a little bit like that's still would make it stronger to withhold at least a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You know, it's, it's not like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the kid uh, smokes mm-hmm. in James this. James Vaughn. James Vaughn. Vaughn. James Vaughn. Vaughn. <laughs> uh, he. There's one shot where his mom and the car guy are uh, like at a sort of picnic and they're kissing and they're like, "James, where are you?" And he doesn't answer. And it cuts to him with a pair of binoculars and a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's. I like to imagine he's trying smoking for the first time and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a pair of binoculars too which is just wonderful uh, that will probably stick with with me more than anything else yeah that's just a great image a little kid 
hiding like in you know some brush yeah. in the desert with smoking a cigarette and looking through binoculars. Yeah, super cool, super cool. It's a very powerful image. Power striking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on the subject of Halloween, did this movie scare you? <laughs> Not really. This is more of like a psychological or like a, a thriller. thriller. Yeah. Uh, it could have been scary or like disturbing. Once again, that's what I mean. It's like, you know, if you'd found out that these trees, if you'd like showed them throughout the movie mm-hmm. and then we're like, you know, and you could have had people, you know, like the, the, the groundskeeper, but he's like, you sure have a green thumb. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been great to give that brand new meaning yeah. by the end of the movie and be mm-hmm. like, you know, or have people say like, your garden's beautiful. How do you do it? And the fucking desert. Yeah. You know, and she's like, oh, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, the setting's kind of cool. I think it's probably California that they're actually yeah. in. Yeah. But it is cool to just say, like, this is Tucson. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. You don't see California's that. passable for Tucson. <laughs> yeah, more or less. It stays more or less the same for, like, two days <laughs> um, uh, of driving. Yeah. I like the setting, too. I like that it's just one house and... A cottage. You know, a, yeah, a little house across the street makes it feel a little bit like a play. Yeah. I yeah. sort of wish they would have, like, extenuated how isolated it was, mm-hmm. but they don't seem to. You know, I don't know if there's factors contributing. Like, we can't get wider because you'll see a, a fucking Taco Bell. Also, you know. I think just the 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 goal behind making this was to just, like, cash in, you know, yeah. which I guess, you know, makes it tragic you yeah. know that like it actually came together as a solid whole piece of art totally <laughs> but you know like if this was like you know anybody's passion project as opposed to just like a money-making opportunity it mm-hmm. could have been you know i could imagine us getting like really pretty images of the desert and stuff absolutely really yeah. cool wides and like there's a lot of cars driving around cars look good in the desert Absolutely. Kicking Breaking Bad has taught stuff. us one thing, so yeah. that cars look good in the desert. It's true. Yeah. As it is, it just feels like a really, really good episode of a TV show, like a, yeah. you know, Alfred Hitchcock Presents or Twilight Zone, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about the music? Music's not great. You mentioned a little bit earlier, It's uh, it feels like it was just sort of done, rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some okay, I, I, I sort of, at the beginning, there's lots of like these really shrill violin mm-hmm. like i don't know you know quartets or something that are like bun, 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 which it doesn't feel quite right for the yeah desert. it almost sounds like something from the witch yeah you yeah. know uh but it's like it's like a little it, i mean everything's just placed really oddly in a few spots it seems slapped on yeah uh, they go crazy on some of these tracks yeah, like they they have like I don't know if it's like electric guitar or something that they're just like <laughs> like yeah, it sounds you know. like shit out of like a Pilot Red Sun video every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's like really like it's eclectic. experimental. It's like eclectic, like places. all over the place. It's yeah. like total. There's no real like. There it's not like orchestral or like really even composed. It just feels like somebody was like playing as they watched. Yeah. Maybe somebody was demoing out what they might do. Yeah. Um. It, it, it's it's very odd. There does not feel, you know, usually, you know, you'd think with like scores or at least great scores, you know, you, you see people like, I sort of wanted to focus on this mm-hmm. for the music to reflect and strengthen, you know, or I think of the score as this sort of role that it's playing, mm-hmm. you know, and there just doesn't seem to be any sort of thought like that behind this. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, I don't know, but it, it, it's yeah. And that's it, what I get. Yeah, that's that's the sense I I get as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because it, it really is. You see a you can really very clearly see a great movie. Yeah. In this sort of it sounds harsh, but like poor execution or subpar. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just sort of it's great, but you know, there's like I'm left sort of frustrated. Yeah. With it. You ready to get into completely true stories? Yes. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a it, it's not a frustrating like viewing experience necessarily. There are certain parts especially with like the fight towards the end where it's like, you know, they're they're obviously not like sort of structuring the staging and like the, you know, each shot to lead to her or or you know, it's not like sort of flowing naturally in the way that it should mm-hmm. where it's like she's she just kind of gets hit you know, to yeah. like reach a certain point where it's like at the end of the scene, she should lose. And it's sort of, and it, it's always frustrating. That's my, whatever, I'm going off on a tangent, but that, those parts are frustrating where it feels like it's sort of lazily sort of pushed to mm-hmm. one thing in the script, you know, but you know, it's like good stuff. There's a lot of good work going into this movie, mostly on the side of the actors and the writing that's being done here but you know the the cinematography is like mm, you know the lighting's okay yeah it's not necessarily ugly mm-hmm. uh there are like very minor tweaks that i would make mm-hmm. you know just to like sort of how harsh some of the light ends up in the final pro i don't know whatever it doesn't matter nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> This is a very good movie to have seen. It's always great. It's very informative if mm-hmm. you're somebody who's interested in movies to sort of see, you know, a lot of people just watch, you know, the greatest movies ever made and why shouldn't they? Right. I guess, but you know, uh-huh. if you're interested in making this stuff, it is very informative to see like this is how a great you can have something great going in and have people who are great at it you know, who are, like, ready to knock it out of the park, but if you don't, you know, do it right, yeah. you know, it can really just sort of end up as something subpar. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, I almost feel, you know, dirty docking points for some of this, but it's, like, so close that it's, like, frustrating sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a very cool thing to have seen, and I get why it would be remembered. It's funny that it's also sort of tied to whatever happened to baby Jane just by the title and like the concept from the producer. Yeah. You know, that like sort of adds another, like he was trying, like it was like a thing. And it's also like totally removed from that genre at this or that not genre, but like that little movement common thing of, you know, the, the hagsploitation. This is. Yeah. I don't, I feel like, I mean like watching it now, having it like removed from that being a thing that was going on. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, sort of makes it even more of like a curiosity mm-hmm. it's just like sort of weird and then the fact that it's like almost something really great and classic yeah it's really it's sort of unique in that you know uh, i'm feeling like a six out of ten yeah yeah we've said pretty much anything i could hope to say uh i'm a little bit torn about my rating for this movie and as always it doesn't matter in the slightest but you know i feel like six like i really enjoyed this though like yeah yeah watching it 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 is like i was on the edge of my seat Mm -hmm. for a lot of it i really wanted i was invested completely i wanted to see where it went you know everybody was like doing a great job i wanted to see where all the characters ended up and you know 
you know, so I did like it. So I'm like torn between six and a seven. I'm de- I'm just gonna give it a six point five because I can't decide. But like I think it is like deserving of a score like that because yeah. it fumbles know. so much. Yeah, it's weird. I was thinking about this in relation to Onibaba, which is like that is like kind of like the flip of this, where like you know they didn't even try to end that, but mm-hmm. like it was also like really pretty and like well paced and like the editing was really solid the acting was also good in that but mm-hmm. like you know it didn't rely on dialogue that much it was all just like set up but it did have a good story just i don't know interesting that we're reviewing yeah. both of those movies now and like you know although i have like kind of different problems with both of those i end up in like a similar place right and mm-hmm. like i really did enjoy watching that while it was on it was really really good and i get why people love it and i get it if somebody told me it was like you know up there with one of their favorites but there's just you know that much separating it from like you know whatever happened to baby jane awesome like you know one of my favorite movies of all time Mm -hmm. and then there's this and they're very close but this is not close to being one of my favorite movies of all time (laughs) yeah 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 um 6.5 i'm done talking yeah what next next episode we'll be doing a collaboration between (gasps) our good friend zen We'll be watching The Holy Mountain. That's right. Directed in the 70s. 